to be on here on today. Thank the Lord for the portion of the service that has gone forth. For our pastor being our worship leader. You know, as uh, I think as Sister Greer has mentioned before, how the Lord just uses Brother Eric um, in somehow making the songs go with what we have to say. And um, as we were singing the song, I said, well, you know, my message says, doing God's will. (laughs) Okay. The title of our message today is doing God's will, wait until it is done. And I got this. It's like... I don't even know if I can really even explain it all the way I'd like to or the way it seems like it's it's coming to me. Hopefully I can get it across to you. But as I was making a cake, that's when the Lord gave me the topic, wait until it is done. And uh, I'll use some of the illustration of making a cake to hopefully get the points across to you. But uh, I'm grateful for the portion of the service that has gone for, for our choir, for our musicians, and just how the Lord just works throughout the service. I ask that you would turn with me to Romans chapter 8. I'm going to read verse 28, and then we'll go to 1 Peter chapter 3. Romans chapter 8, verse 28, and I'm reading the New King James Version, says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And God's purpose is doing his will. We look at 1 Peter chapter 3. We're going to read verses 17 through 18. And then skip down to chapter 4 and read verse 1. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 17. For it is better, if it is the will of God, to suffer for doing good than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the Spirit. Chapter 4, verse 1, Therefore, since Christ suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves also with the same mind, for he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So from that, from those verses of Scripture, we have the topic, Doing God's Will. Wait until it is done. Let us look to the Lord. Lord, our Heavenly Father, we come to you with a heart full of thanks and praise. Thanking you, Lord, for even watching over us throughout the night, Lord. And you've awakened us and blessed us to be here. And now, Lord, it's come down time for your word. 
asking you, Lord, to use me, Lord, according to your 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 bidding, Lord. Now, Heavenly Father, I'm just an open vessel before you. Pray, Lord, that you would make your word plain through me, Lord, and allow me, Lord, to explain to Heavenly Father what you have given unto me. Lord, we know that your word does not go out void. And so, Lord, we want to thank you for the blessing of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ask that you would be seated. Doing God's will. Wait until it is done. And I looked up that word done in the dictionary. And it says it means completed. Or if you're cooking, it says sufficiently cooked. And sufficiently means as much as is needed. You cook it as much as is needed, or you cook it enough. And so in doing God's will, we want to make sure that we complete everything that he has in store for us. We don't want to go part of the way. We want to complete everything that he has for us. And and, and in doing God's will, I have three points. My first one says doing God's will means making a change or making major adjustments. Second one says doing God's will means that God is preparing us for the hereafter, the end product. And then thirdly, doing God's will means that we know that God will never leave us nor forsake us. And so when, when I think about doing God's will and him saying, wait until it's done, as I stated before, I think about or comparing it to the baking of a cake. And we're saying that, first of all, our first point is that uh, doing God's will is, is making a change or making major adjustments. And, and boy, do we make some major adjustments to the ingredients when we are making a cake in order to arrive at the end product. See, when, when you're making a cake, you get all of the ingredients together, mm-hmm. and you mix them together, making a change or making those major adjustments. And some of that mean, sometimes means whipping some of the ingredients together. Sometimes it means blending yes. some of the ingredients yes. in. And then finally there's the beating of all of the ingredients uh, uh, it, it, together to get to the finished product. Because, you know, if you just get them or gather them together, and then proceed to taste or try to eat them, they're not going to taste right. Not by themselves. Have any of you tried to eat just a cup of flour? Or half a cup of Crisco shortening? Or how about a cup of butter? It's just not going to taste right. But if you mix it all together, like the recipe says, put it in the hot oven and let it bake at the right temperature for the right amount of time, when it's done, it's good. So, you know, we, 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 we can't stay the same. Those ingredients couldn't stay the same to be a cake. And we can't stay the same and be in God's will for our lives. You know, we have to make a change. And then there's this book that I'm reading and that, that's really, you know, inspiring me concerning God's will. It's by Charles Swindoll. 
And it's entitled, The Mystery of God's Will. And I, I just want to quote this, this from him. Um, and he's quoting another man by the name of Blackaby. But I, I, it just really brought it out to me. How he states, you cannot continue life as usual or stay where you are and go with God at the same time. So that's true throughout scripture. Uh-huh. Noah could not continue life as usual and build an ark at the same time. Abram could not stay in Ur or Haran and father a nation in Canaan. Moses could not stay on the backside of the desert herding sheep and stand before Pharaoh at the same time. David had to leave his sheep to become the king. Amos had to leave the sycamore trees in order to preach in Israel. Jonah had to leave his home and overcome a major prejudice in order to preach in Nineveh. Mm -hmm. Peter, Andrew, James, and John had to leave their fishing businesses to follow Jesus. Matthew had to leave his tax collector's booth to follow Jesus. Saul, later uh, called Paul, had to completely change directions in life in order to be used of God to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. All of those changes came forth. And when you really think about it, even with Paul, he really went through some changes. He, I mean, he, he, he suffered you know, in being a, a Christian, you know, he, he even prayed three times for God to take away the thorn that was in his flesh. But the Lord allowed it to remain. And Paul still remained faithful. And we have to do the same thing. You know, I, I, I used to think that, um, you know, that if I was saved, that everything was going to be all right in my thinking. I wasn't going to be going through no suffering. Well, but I found out that with God, there's going to be some suffering. There's going to be some tribulation. Jesus suffered, so why can't we suffer? And so, you know, we have to be willing to go through the suffering, willing to make the necessary changes in our lives in order to be in God's will. Saints, in order to do God's will, we have to be willing to make the changes. Make the adjustments. Go through the changes in our lives. Secondly, doing God's will means that God is preparing us for the hereafter, the end product. What I mean by that is, you know, we might not get to see the victory here on this earth, on this side of heaven, the way that we humanly celebrate or count as victory here. And I, I want us to think about two people that we've read about in our own Bibles. Think about Abel. Him and his brother Cain came and offered sacrifices. But Abel was killed by his own brother because his offering of sacrifice was the better one. Mm -hmm. And then think about our beloved John the Baptist, the one who came before Christ to open up the way before Christ. He, he was beheaded because he stood up for what was right concerning Herod, taking his brother's wife. But you see, both of them received the victory in the hereafter. They received the victory in heaven. And so, you know, we might not see the victory here, 
And, and you, you might think, you know, living for God, I should be on a flower bed of ease or whatever. But we have to realize that God sees the end. He knows what he is driving toward. So just do his will. And whatever it is, we can make sure that we get the victory in heaven. And, you know, and going back to the cake, you know, you might even mix it together. You know how you taste the batter? And it tastes good. But it still does not taste as good as when the cake is all the way done. You know, I I think that's what's happening with some of us. You know, we're not seeing or we're not hearing God's will. You know, that he's preparing us for the hereafter. We're trying to stop right here in the middle. You know, we're tasting the bad and we're saying, Lord, that's good. Lord, that's enough. But we need to go through the hot oven and come out as pure gold. We need to make sure that we are in God's will. I want us to look at some passages of scripture. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. I want us to to think about, you know, we, we, we talk about heaven. And, and we we hear things, but but this verse really really states it how how much we are really missing out on. It says, "But it is as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him." Do you love the Lord today? So, you know, even though we've heard about the streets of gold, heard about we'll never grow, we still cannot imagine the things that the Lord has in store for us if we love him. So just make sure that we stay within his will. Make sure that we love him with our whole heart, with our whole being, with all of our strength, with all of our might. And we will be able to partake of the victory in heaven. So the, 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 the things that we humanly think about, and it makes us feel good, just think about what, what we can't even really comprehend. Yes. Yes. And it's going to be there in heaven. Let's look at um, Job chapter 23. Job chapter 23, I'm going to read verses 8 through 14. Again, with verse 8 said, Look, I go forward, but he is not there. And backward, but I cannot perceive him. When he works on the left hand, I cannot behold him. When he turns to the right hand, I cannot see him. But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot has held fast to his steps. I have kept his way and not turned aside. I have not departed from the commandment of his lips. I have treasured the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. 
but he is unique and who can make him change. And whatever his soul desires, that he does. For he performs what is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. See, see, we need to stay with God. Yes. We, we can't even, Job was letting us know, I can't even like get a handle on him. But he knows the way that I take. And, and, and he, he's held my foot, my foot has held fast to this step. He has tested me and I shall come forth as go. Just stay within God's will. You, you might not even understand it all, but just make sure that you stay with it. And it, 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 it the words of God is more than our necessary food. You know, we, we think that we got to eat, we got to eat. But the word of God is more than our necessary food. And he will do whatever he has in his mind uh, it, 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 that he thought of that he would like to carry forth. And we need to stay within the will of God. God bless you. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Let's look at James chapter 1, verse 12. James chapter 1, verse 12 says, Blessed is the man who endures temptation, but when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let's just stay within God's will. Because when we have endured temptation, when we've gone through all the different things that maybe we thought we couldn't go through, but with the Lord being there with us, we can make it. And when when we have been approved, he says he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Do you really love the Lord on today? You will receive the crown of life. Let me look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 6 through 7. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, ye have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. You know, we, we, we're going to go through some things, but it, it just letting us know it's just for a little while. And then everything that we have gone through is more precious than gold. And we know that in, in this day and time and on this side of heaven, gold is very precious. Yes. But when we go through these things in life and it is more precious than gold, it is, though it is tested by fire, may be found to the praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Saints, we are working toward a crown of life, and we don't want nothing to separate us. Let's look at Zechariah chapter 13, verse 9.
Verse 9 says, I will bring the one-third through fire, will refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people, and each one will say, the Lord is my God. Is the Lord your God? Is he able to call you his people? You know, he said, I've already refined them like silver. I've tested them like gold. And, and they're going to call on my name, and I will answer them. And I will say, this is my people. And each one will say, the Lord is my God. You see, say, so don't, let us not quit in the middle. You know, help us to remember that God sees the end product. You know, even though we might be going through the fire, let, let's be like the cake. Go through the hot oven so that we can come out completed by the Lord. We want to be sufficiently done, sufficiently changed by the Lord. Doing God's will, it means that we're going, that the Lord is looking at the end product. He's not checking for the middle. He's not looking for the middle. He wants the end product. And then God, doing God's will means that we know that God will never leave us nor forsake us. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 8. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 through 8. It says, Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what can man do to me. Remember those who rule over you, who have spoken the word of God to you, whose faith follow, considering the outcome of their conduct. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. See, see, we need to realize and know that when we're doing God's will, that he will never leave us, nor forsake us. And, and again, I want to quote Charles uh, Swindoll in saying that, you know, the success that, that, we, that we're looking for, that, you know, in following God's will, it rests with God, uh-huh. not with us. Amen. So, you know, we can take out all of the stress and, and the strain and, and, uh, 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 of the matter and place it on God. Mm-hmm. Let him know, you know, Lord, I, I'm, I'm inadequate. You know, I, I, I feel inadequate in trying to carry out your will. But, you know, it's your will. It's your plan. And you know what? He's not going to let us fail. So, you know, I want us to look at, at Jeremiah and see how the Lord let Jeremiah know how he was going to stand by him, how he was going to take care of him and, and let him know that, you know, you're not... A, a child as you looking at yourself but I'm going to take care of you so look at the first chapter of Jeremiah look at Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 7 through 9 and then we're going to skip to verses 17 to 19 Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 7 says but the Lord well I'm, I'm going to read verse 6 
Then said I, Our Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. Verse 7. But the Lord said to me, Do not say, I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Verse 17, Therefore prepare yourself and arise, and speak to them all that I command you. Do not be dismayed before their faces, lest I dismay you before them. For behold, I have made you this day a fortified city and an iron pillar and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, against its princes, against its priests, and against the people of the land. See, the, the Lord let Jeremiah know that um, he's telling him how he's going to deliver Jeremiah. How he's going to make Jeremiah like a fortified city. Make him like an iron pillar. Make him like bronze walls against the whole land. He let him know the people are going to fight against you. You know, the, 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 but I will be with you. I will deliver you. In essence, I'm going to step up and you will be victorious because we know that everything that our God does is done well. So you see, when we are in God's will, and when we wait until it is done, we wait until it is completed, we will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's what we want to hear. We, we don't want, again, to be caught in the middle. We want everything done well. So in closing, saints, I want us to make sure that we are doing God's will. We want to wait on him until it is done, until it is completed. Remember, you know, it might require some major adjustments, might require some changes. You know, God is, is the one that is after the hereafter, the end product in mind, and he will never leave us nor forsake us. He will deliver us. He will fortify each and every one of us. We just need to make sure that we are in his will. May the Lord 